0: Keeping you from being the best you can be. Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Santacola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Santacola.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, we're going to talk about living an authentic life, listening to our own calling, which may also mean taking the road less traveled. My guest is Dr. Jeanette Freeman. She is an ordained minister and is currently the spiritual director of the Soul Center Orange County in Newport Beach, California. Let me tell you a little bit more about her. She is the author of a new book, The Second Envelope, and why did this happen to me again? And co author with Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, and Terry Cole Whitaker of Wake Up and Live the Life You Love in Spirit. She holds a bachelor's and master's degree in religious studies and a doctorate of divinity degree from the Emerson Theological Institute. She previously served as the founding spiritual director of the Oneness Center and for seven years. As the founding senior minister of the Church for Today in Fresno, California. She served for five years as the president of the affiliated New Thought Network and National Association for New Thought Ministries. Welcome, Reverend Jeanette. Hi, thank you, Linda. Well, great to be here with you this morning. Thank you so much. I'm glad you could join us. Now, I know this week you are celebrating the one-year anniversary of your work with Soul Center Orange County. Congratulations on that. Thank you.
2: Exciting, isn't it?
1: Yes, it really is. And (laughs) it seems like it's gone very quickly.
2: It's gone very quickly. I mean, only a year ago, obviously.
1: Yes, yes. Um, I, I know that you've had a busy life. You were on the road, traveling around the world on your sp- personal and spiritual journey and then wrote your book about it. Um, can you share a little bit with us about how you chose Newport Beach and Soul Center as your new home?
2: Absolutely. I I've always loved this area, and when I came back from traveling on this trip, I actually landed in Laguna Beach, and I would wanted to um, you know, since starting over and starting a new work, and I'd wanted to be out of Fresno and down here, and and I kept feeling like something was supposed to happen, you know, like some new burgeoning or something, but I hadn't heard of anything with the Soul Center. Anyway, long story short, I got called back to Fresno to handle some things with the children. At the very same time, there were these two amazing ladies, unbeknownst to me, who were putting this putting their uh, head together to start this new community. So somebody hooked us up, and I consulted with them since I would started a couple of churches before, and talked to them on the phone about, you know, startups and that sort of thing. And in my heart, I always felt like it was my place. I felt like it was my mm. next new work, but I couldn't see how that would happen. I was now living back in Fresno. And you know how the universe works. I just thought, this is I don't know what's going to happen. Anyway, I came down for their first service, was here for their opening service a year ago, and just loved them and loved it. And then I was the guest speaker of the second service. And then, you know, I went went back to Fresno, and they had somebody else down here. Six months later, it just, everything cleared up for me in Fresno, and they really needed me and asked me to come down, and the rest is history, as they say, and we've just been working together and watching this beautiful vision unfold and attracting some amazing people, and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just another indication you just keep trusting, holding in your heart your vision, and trust the universe to bring the pieces together, and you just don't know how it's going to work out, but...
1: (laughs) That's certainly you know. true, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I think, for me at least, I can say that that's the hardest part is that trust. Absolutely. You know, and just being willing to trust and go with it instead of, you know, trying to get in there and make something happen or, you right. know, whatever else we try and do when we right. get into the mix. Um, yeah. You know, that's really a challenge, so... Um, now, can you tell us about the second envelope, your new book, you know, and then also what that, that means, the second envelope?
2: Oh, I'd love to. Right. Well, the, the book is is the story of basically this character, this woman. It's a storytelling book, and it's based on my story, obviously, and of her internal struggle of really seeking and wanting, you know, a deeper experience of God and, and it really originates in this kind of ayahuasca journey down in South America where, you know, she has this whole epiphany of why she isn't experiencing everything that's in the way of her mm-hmm. experiencing her oneness with God. Mm-hmm. And it's like all the attachments to, you know, her identity, all the attachments to things, all the attachments that she holds so dearly. And then over the next five years, it's just, interesting is all these things start to fall away and um, the second envelope is is basically this little parable, this dream of this woman from the future coming and saying, here's two envelopes, which would you want? And the first one is a life of security and the known and it's a life where you know what's going to happen, not a lot of highs and lows, but you know it's going to be safe and secure. And the other envelope is full of unknowns, but it's, you know, holds the possibility of much greater happiness, greater love, uh, adventure, and ultimately, you know, ultimately enlightenment, ultimately the kind of growth that we all see. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, which choice? And I think we all make are making that choice over and Mm -hmm. over again, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not that we don't want security and we don't want safety, we do, Um, but we we are facing choices like that all the time that say, you know, am I, gonna be, am I willing to be afraid
1: mm-hmm. to follow
2: my authentic path? Am I willing to not know what's going to happen next? Am I mm-hmm. willing to, to take a step forward, not knowing if my foot is going to hit solid ground? Right. That, that piece, it's like I you like a first envelope person or a second envelope person, and we grow into being a second envelope person.
1: Is that, we is learn that- how to take risks. Is that your experience that we grow into being a, a second envelope person? You know, because sometimes I, I've thought that, you know, there's an idea of obviously we choose and sometimes we can slam a door shut and say, nope, I'm not going that way. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes I think it there's a soul calling to be a second envelope person.
2: What, I what do think... I think that's true. I mean, I think that there are some of us that it's like a curse. Yes. <laughs> I've called it a curse. You know? <laughs> right? Why right. can't I just be normal? Why can't right. I just live on a the path? Why do I have to venture off the known path? Right?
0: Right. I yeah. think
2: a lot. I think it's like there are a lot of us second envelope people that right. are you know we we push it. We push the envelope. We you right. know. We are like that. And I also think that that there are people that I wouldn't classify like that, but that they mm-hmm. can develop that through, you know, being willing to take littler steps and get outside of their comfort zone and stretch a little bit because it's outside of our comfort zone where the growth happens. It doesn't right. happen when we're feeling all safe and secure. We have to learn to get outside of the comfort zone.
1: Right, right. And, and usually yeah. if someone says, oh, we've had a learning experience, it means that there uh-huh. was painful right. in somebody. way, up. You know, it's like, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I those always right? have to hurt?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you no. know what?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, it's so a challenge, true. I think. Yeah, I think one of the things I strive to do in a, a, a program that I coach for Tapping Into Wealth, uh, there's a section on learning to um, to deal with what we call a backlash, you know, when you get thrown backwards after you've made progress. And and I strive to, uh, when I hit those moments, I strive to think, oh, yes, you know, this is painful. Boy, I must be learning a lot. Let me move <laughs> forward, you know. It's a, a nice
2: nice yeah. idea I'm not
1: always successful but right. you know but,
2: you know nice I think idea. that that's just what it looks like and i think that's why we need support along the way you know mm-hmm. that's why we need other positive people we need coaches we need mentors we need to be involved in that's why i love spiritual community mm-hmm. because we grow stronger in community we grow stronger when there's like-minded people around us we we are we are able to tap into a vortex of the collective consciousness right. to be to be strengthened and I know I can't function in, in the kind of way I like to when I get isolated and I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. I need inspiration every day, and I right. need to be around inspirational people and I need to to feed myself and mm-hmm. you know sup- get support otherwise it It just doesn't work as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let let me uh, ask you to hold that first, that thought for a second, and we're going to go to a brief commercial, and we'll be right back with Reverend Jeanette Freeman.
0: your world motivate change succeed voice america empowerment.com are you happy with your financial life or are you like most people underachieving with your income working your tail off without the rewards you deserve Is it when everything runs in perfect alignment
2: with each other, time, money, and life? You can keep everything in nearly perfect balance. Listen for Be Mighty with K.D. Marley, which is
0: made up of two people, KMAR and D. Lee. The hosts have worked with small business owners to find the best and most systematic way of tracking both time and money in
2: order to achieve work-life balance to their advantage. The show can help you, too. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com tuned in to be the best you can be with dr linda sanicola if you want more information about dr sanicola or our program please visit dr again that's dr now back to this week's show
1: Welcome back, everybody. We are speaking with Reverend Jeanette Freeman of the Soul Center in Orange County in Newport Beach, California. And, um, Reverend Jeanette, there are a couple of ideas I was hoping we could follow up on. Um, you know, I'd like to hear, if I may, a little bit more about the book journey. Um, yeah. And so what what can you share with us about that?
2: So one of the things that was was... Uh, initiated this journey because it was absolutely nuts like crazy to just sell everything and take off by myself to different parts of the world. I know it was crazy.
1: <laughs> it was crazy, and it took a lot of courage. I'll say that. You know, I, when I was reading, I thought, Where did she go? <laughs> she <Yeah>. did what?
2: <laughs> and you know what? Part of it inside of me was, you know, I would. Most people would say like midlife crisis. I think there's some real truth to that. And it was like I needed to do something terrifying because I just felt like I hadn't, I wasn't being challenged. I wasn't growing. I was bored. I was stifled. I just needed to get my something back, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be, you know, do something daring and. That was the only thing I could think of. I, I don't know how to put it any different. It was mm-hmm. like I had gone to Mexico. I was in a place where I was really burned out. I'd been divorced two years. I was running this church, and I was just, you know, having in a funk for for quite a while. And so I, I went to Mexico, and I really just heard this thing inside of me that said, go travel for a year and unhook. And the only word that just kept coming to me, unhook, unhook, mm-hmm. unhook. It was like, and I could see this vision of all these hooks inside of me and mm. everything. And it was like fish hooks. And I was like, I just felt like that I needed to unhook all these hooks that were telling me who I was, what I needed to be. and Sort and of roles that you had bring, to play, yeah, and expectations yeah, just,
1: that you had to meet.
2: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I felt like God wanted to do something new with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know how, you know, it was like I felt like something new wanted to be made, but I had no idea what it was, and I knew that I just needed to listen to this voice, even though it sounded crazy, and it just kept coming, and it wouldn't leave me alone, mm-hmm. and so I basically started walking down that path and, you know, helping to create a new team at the church that I was at that could take over and, you know, selling things and getting all my finances in a row and and everything so that I could be able to do this. And so it took about six months and, um, and then that, it, it happened, you know, then I just took off and I just, I just did the first indicated thing. And I, you know, I talk about this in the, in the book, I didn't have a plan. I didn't know where I was going at first at the time I was in a relationship and we were going to do a lot of this traveling together. It was so exciting but I came to find out real quickly that that was never the plan. It only mm-hmm. gave me a false sense of security for a little mm-hmm. while, mm-hmm. and so pretty soon I found myself, you know, with this person in Switzerland, and and that was as far as he was going. And uh, mm-hmm. so I just was like, okay, here I go. Where am I mm-hmm. going? Mm-hmm. And you know, I tell those stories of how I go to one place and another and another. I don't want to give it away, but mm-hmm. it's like. My guidance was follow the guidance, follow Mm -hmm. the inspiration, follow the invitation, and go where the next place is. And so part of that, part of the growth in that was being willing to trust. It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get the answer until it's time for the answer to come.
1: Right, and that, that, as I said earlier, that's a challenge to be able to lean into your spirituality and Mm -hmm. your beliefs and your trust in God and the universe that that the answers and the guidance will come.
2: That's the big one. I mean, it still is, you know, Mm -hmm. to take one day at a time and stay in the moment, and that was the other thing that was really important, to just be in this moment. You know, my head wanted to go into the future all the time. Like, but what am I going to do tomorrow? Where am I going to go next month? And where am I going to live when I come home? And Mm where, you know... Mm Mm-hmm. What's going to happen then? And it was like, okay, you're here. This is a dream come true. Go walk on the beach.
1: <laughs> right, know? right. One of the um, stories that you share, one portion of it, was um, when I think you had to come back to the United States for, you know, to finish up some business or whatever it was. And you talked about how your perspective had changed um, mm-hmm. and attachment to things had had gone maybe that was part of the hooks maybe right. that's one of the hooks and mm-hmm. that you know if you have to go to the grocery store uh, on foot every day and carry home right. the groceries and walk up however many steps you learn not to have such conspicuous consumption right you know I think that's such a powerful mm-hmm. lesson I think for all of us that we don't focus on you know right. we just go wherever we want to go pile everything into the trunk of the car and off we go Right. Mm -hmm. You know, not even really appreciating, you know, that part of the journey that, you know, what are my needs for today?
2: Exactly. Yeah, that was a big, a a really, you know, big lesson the whole time, you know, and living basically out of a carry-on suitcase and discarding when I was complete Mm -hmm. with something, letting it go and letting Mm -hmm. things go and just having what I needed and that was enough. And I still feel that, like, I gotta have more. I gotta have, you know, like, do I, I don't have my stuff with me. I need my stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Right, right. (laughs) right. And we all
1: have so much stuff. So much stuff that most of it is, if you think about what do we need? Not so much, you know? And just the idea of being able to unhook in today's world. It's, it's next to impossible for most people to even think about. You know, if you go on vacation, mm-hmm. everybody's got their cell phone or their iPad or whatever it may be. Right. You know, it's a, it's a challenge.
2: Yeah, it is a challenge. And it's very freeing, you know, when we see some of the things that, that we're attached to and we find our identity in. And it's very freeing to let, to go through a period of time in your life whether it's a week or two weeks or a month or a year, to let go of some of that, to just move into experiencing yourself, mm-hmm. experiencing your soul, experiencing your heart, experiencing your breath, experiencing, you know, what's inside of us versus constantly what's outside of us.
1: Right. I think you, you said something really important when you said that how these things define us. <clears throat> How, you know, right. we use them as part of our identity. And then that, as we do that, we get further and further away from what you just mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me, as the ideas of what's in our heart. You know, wh- where's our heart? Where's uh, the love, the support, anything that's going mm-hmm. on internally that's so valuable? hmm You know? Right. <clears throat> you know, when you're connected electronically, for the most part, you're not in touch with your heart. <laughs>
2: Right. Yeah. There's so many things that distract us. And, and what was interesting was like in that journey in Ecuador, you know, five or probably seven years ago now, that was such a profound thing. I just wanted this communion, this oneness with God. And I felt myself moving towards that. And then I actually felt it was like how my, my identity, my need for my identity was driving my Jaguar. Mm-hmm. which I drove at the time, it, it was part of my identity. I loved it right. because I loved how I looked at it and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And my identity with my house, and my identity with my husband, and my identity with my church and who I, mm-hmm. and all these outer things, I actually saw them like gripped around my neck that kept me mm-hmm. out of this. And I understand it not to be that you, we can't not have that stuff, right. but it's mm-hmm. like we're not that stuff. Right. You know, way more than that, and from my journey, I had to go through letting all of that go consciously to be able to just be stripped bare mm-hmm. to be able to ex- deeper into the experience of who I am without all of that, you know. Right. And so,
1: right.
2: yeah, and it's painful and hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't recommend that journey.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. right
2: <laughs> it's like can't there be you know, an easier way <laughs> no I think absolutely it's just mm-hmm. like that's why I love spiritual community and I love you know social practice and it's like just learning to you know be mindful and be in the present moment and, and open our heart and, and have you know a, an everyday practice of connecting with Spirit and and we get to know that we're not all of our stuff and we're not all of our relationships and we're not all of this. That there's a place in us that is that is whole and complete and guiding us mm-hmm. and directing mm-hmm. us and we begin to find our own authentic path and mm-hmm. live our own authentic life, whatever that is. You know? Right,
1: right. I I, I heard a, an answer once to the question of why does it have to be so hard. The, the answer was, well, God will take you the easiest way you'll come. <laughs> right, think, right. you know that's true for so many years. we don't we won't go the easy way, you know right we, we all know we should meditate and prayer and have devotion every day. We all know that and do we all do it all the time? No, we don't. you know it, it's easier to get distracted it's you know but yeah if we can reconnect as you're suggesting that 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 quiet still place is the powerful place. it's the peaceful right. place.
2: Yeah, and I just want to say, uh, we we don't have time until the break, probably. But we, it's not. I think you said it perfectly. This it's not about creating a difficult path. You know, mm-hmm. that's why it's difficult. It's like we're ha- we're growing, but mm-hmm. on the authentic spiritual path, you know, when we're really connected to this God presence, life gets easier. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in a synchronistic flow. We're guided. We're directed. And, and, and it, it does. So, you know, it's and then when we get really comfortable and it's really easy, I guess, we generate some craziness so that we'll grow some more. I don't know. Right. Or, or that we're reminded, <laughs>
1: go back. Go back to what works. Go back to that peaceful, powerful place. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and, and it just mm-hmm. seems to be, as humans, it's just really easy for us to get off track and to get distracted in today's world. You know, right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's the, a challenge. I love
2: the flow, the river of grace. You know, mm-hmm. living in the river of grace is is the easier path. Is, right, the, the spiritual path is is where we get connected to what is true, and mm-hmm. we're connected to what is true—that divine place and that core. We're guided. We're not right. alone.
1: We're, we're not work. alone. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that's a beautiful thought for us to, to go to a commercial on. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Reverend Jeanette Freeman.
0: Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment you may know how to make money but do you know how to manage it and make it work for you that's where the financial you radio show comes in host annette rayner and her guests will show you how to keep your financial future in check money matters in just about every part of your life doesn't matter if you work for a fortune 500 company or the neighborhood store your financial goals can be realized Listen for The Financial You every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, because your money matters. Are you happy with your financial life, or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's DrSanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are visiting with Reverend Jeanette Freeman, and we are talking about living an authentic life. So, um, I wanted to get back to uh, what we were talking about a moment ago, Reverend Jeanette, about the idea of community and how important that is.
2: Oh, my favorite topic Great. Yeah, I mean, um, I think that we were created as, you know, human beings to be in community, and um, sometimes we run away from it because, you know, we run up against ourselves around other people, but that's the perfect beauty of it, and... Um, we just can't do it alone there's there's a vortex that's created i believe when the, you know a collective people a collective group of people are together that are like-minded mm-hmm. and that they're about doing something more powerful than they can do by themselves so they're being inspired mm-hmm. and they're doing service projects um or they're just socializing but they're having you know more intelligent conversations that you would have at mm-hmm. a normal party mm-hmm. it's it's inspiring you know, mm-hmm. it's inspiring. It reminds us who we are, and and how wonderful to be around people that look at you and remind you when you forget. You really? know, remind you you're a spiritual being. You're supported. Life is mm-hmm. good. Things are, mm-hmm. there's always a there's a solution to every there's a solution to every problem. There's there's. I know that that's not the truth for you. I know that something good is coming out of this situation. You know, all the things that we need to hear when we're maybe going through something, to have somebody else, you know, that's just a friend saying and reminding you of a deeper truth.
1: We need that. Yeah, that deeper truth, I think, is is so valuable. And sometimes I find that, you know, if, if I'm struggling with an issue, whatever it may be, it's so powerful to have people who can hold the space for me. When I can't hold oh, right. it for myself, exactly. You know, right. and and that's what the this community I think can provide this type of community that, you know, when you can't see it, they can see it, and they will right. hold that for you. And right. um, you know, I think uh, like you, I like what you said about the vortex. I, I don't. You know, it reminds me of that old time scripture: wherever two or more are gathered in His name, right. Uh-huh. It's like mm-hmm. you know, it's like a um, a more uh, a advanced, as I'm hearing it, way of saying that, that I can understand a little bit more, you know, which is right. one of the things I think new thought brings to to us is ability to understand what exactly some of those old things meant. Exactly,
2: you yeah. Know? Well, and like uh, Napoleon Hill from Think and Grow Rich, the great author, talks about the mastermind principle, you Mm know, where two or more are gathered and you're focusing, there's something else that comes in. There's a deeper Mm -hmm. intelligence that is there, just like that scripture says, you know, two or more are gathered, I am in the midst of you. Mm -hmm. So when common people with common goals and common visions and, and common belief systems get together, you know, especially in a spiritual conversation, it, like, totally opens up to that divine inspiration in, a, in another way. I think the right. other value, especially at the Soul Center, and it's, it's true for a lot of New Thought communities and other communities as well, is that we really want to create the space for an authentic person to be there. That means, you know, it's not like you have to be a certain way. We mm-hmm. want to accept you as you are. I'm mm-hmm. imperfect. You're imperfect. We have our ups. We have our downs. But let's, you know, you don't have to be something else. You don't have to pretend you're all spiritual, you know. We're all on this path, and right. we're all, you know, seeking to experience and express our own divine nature, which is so magnificent. Mm-hmm. In the middle of growing into expressing that divine nature, we express our shadow. We right. see our dark place, you know. Right. We have all those parts of us that are there. Mm-hmm. And it's not about Stuffing them and hiding them. It's about, you know, moving through them and knowing that that's not the totality of, of who we are. And in, right. in a community where you feel safe
1: mm-hmm. and you don't have to
2: put on airs, mm-hmm. in a community where you feel safe, you get to have a voice and move through some of that. I mean, I think that's really what happens in our classes where it's a more intimate gathering, mm-hmm. where you get to grow through it. You show up who you are and no matter if you're in the middle of a really projection or in the middle of some painful thing, somebody can sit and hold this space for you to move through that and know that you are a divine being, you're having this human experience, you're going through what you need to go through. And on the other side of that is where, you know, the the coal gets polished into diamond. It's like Mm -hmm. where the true nature of us gets to be unclouded by a lot of this, old programming and old right, history. Right,
1: you and, know? And, and, you know, just uh, in following up with what you said about the, the um, one of the things about the importance of community and relationships is that sometimes we can only see that dark side in right. the context of a relationship. You know, we may not mm-hmm. see, we can hide it from ourselves or we can fool ourselves about it or whatever it may be, but it's only in the context of a relationship when you see whatever your dark side is, you know.
2: Right. And,
1: and, and I, I like one of the, the stories you told in your book was seeing some of those, those ideas that are not serving and that are not loving and how they, um, you know, they choke out our spirituality, if, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I know certainly I, I've experienced that for myself, and it's only when I'm in that community and and I can see ooh how am i how are my own ideas limiting me? Right. How are my own judgments or whatever it may be, bad attitude or negative idea or whatever it may be. How are those things limiting me? And, you know, being in that kind of community, you can see it, and people, you know, are kind enough to support
2: you through it. (laughs) Right, right. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you said that's a very important factor of what can grow a community and grow people is our, you know, maturity as, um, you know, evolving adults to take responsibility for our stuff that comes Mm -hmm. up. You know, so that we get some training and understanding that, you know, somebody pushes my button, my tendency in, you know, this kind of old way is to blame everybody else, Mm -hmm. that they're pushing my buttons, their fault. Well, we evolve and grow, and as we do, we must begin to take responsibility that when they're pushing my button, it wouldn't push if there wasn't some pain under here to be touched.
1: Right. Right? right, and
2: so that's the only way that the the communities can really evolve and grow is if we grow and evolve as adults,
1: mm-hmm. as mm-hmm.
2: you know, emotionally mature adults to take responsibility for when our buttons are pushed. Right, and then we move through it, and we don't get stuck. As long as we blame somebody else for our experience, mm-hmm. then we get stuck, and uh, we can't quite move through it we will eventually you know i mean we all do it but um Mm -hmm. but i think that's it's like a healthy family i mean we all bring our family issues into every community whether it's the workplace Mm -hmm. or a church or whatever Mm -hmm. in a Mm -hmm. church because the vibration is is intense and high uh it can push those buttons you know it's not immune to that you know it'll push them faster even Mm-hmm. One of the, but the energy is also there for the healing and for the, the healing exactly, and exactly, overcoming, yeah. yeah. So. One of the,
1: the things that I, I always say in my with my patients when I'm working, somebody will say something like, oh, he made me so mad. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. really? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he made mm-hmm. you mad? You know, and, and the idea that ultimately our feelings are a choice. People can p- try and provoke us and stack the deck against us, mm-hmm. but ultimately the more we are able to be responsible for our own experience, our own feelings, whatever it may be, the more we move into that space of being responsible and able to be able to grow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I like the saying, it's like if you squeeze an orange, orange juice is going to come out. You know, Mm -hmm. whatever you squeeze, what's in there is going to come out. So when we're squeezed, Mm -hmm. you know, someone's saying something, what's coming out was what was inside us. It, right. They didn't put it inside us. They gave us the gift of squeezing us.
1: <laughs> right. Right. So we could see what's there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't heard it. that before. That's a good, good, uh, good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. Like okay, yeah. Your, your orange juice is being squeezed. Maybe it, it's ugly juice or something else. I don't right, know. But... Right.
1: Right. Maybe it's a little bitter. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. But I, yeah, yeah. I think that's how it. You know, it's that's the gift. It's like instead of pushing that down. Express that, let it, you know, let the energy go off and come back into the place, which is really the truth of us, which is, um, you know, our, our authentic self, our authentic joy, our authentic who we are.
1: Right, right. And that's, you know, getting to that place of being more and more and more authentic of, of our own, you know, essence and who we really are. And I think that as we're able to do that, then um, the light of God or the universe or whatever uh-huh. it may be, however uh-huh. you conceptualize it, is able to uh-huh. work through and shine through us. Right. Absolutely. You know, and, and yeah. that's, of course, beautiful. I think it's beautiful. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, and we and all I be-
2: think. It shines through all of us individually in our own way. Exactly. our human tendency is to try to copy somebody else's light who's shining. Mm -hmm. But no, it shines Mm -hmm. through us in our own way. And whatever that Mm -hmm. is, we learn to honor that, you know? Right, exactly. Just be ourselves. That's that's the main thing. And it's not going to be perfect in the eyes of anybody else. But if it's perfect for us, that's... Mm -hmm. Then it is perfect. That's the only one we're responsible Mm -hmm. for. You right. know,
1: ultimately. Right. right, exactly. And I think I think when we can allow that, it, it really is beautiful. It's different for each individual, but it really is beautiful to see. You mm-hmm. know. Whatever what in whatever format it takes, that light shining through and you can just see it in, in someone, you know. At
0: exactly. least I think
1: it's really quite beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well we only have a minute or so Before we have to take our next break Um, Anything else that you can think of That would be important about community To share with people Just do it is how I would say Just find one and get in it
2: (laughs) I think the important thing is That you get out of it What you put into it Mm -hmm. And you know, just showing up every once in a while is just a little bit of a shot. But when you show up and then you get involved and you serve and you participate and, you know, you're in class and you're going to things, you become a giver in the community instead of just a taker. That's where the gifts are. Right. That's where you really start to get back in relationships and in friendships and, and your life begins to prosper in so many ways. I think that
1: that's... That's certainly true and and I had a, an experience recently with uh, a group of people that I have a mastermind group with, and mm-hmm. I had an issue that came up that I needed some help with and and okay. you know, and I was on the phone immediately to two of the ladies who were in that group, and the experience that I had with them helping me was so powerful and it it was the energy they brought to it. It was their willingness to step into that place and problem solve and strategize and give me suggestions. Whatever right. the outcome was, was not as relevant as the process of feeling that support. And it was just amazing. Wow, so, perfect. Yeah, exactly. it was great. That's so a, That's
2: perfect. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I loved it. So Uh um, we're getting ready to go and take another commercial break, and then we'll be back with our last segment with Reverend Jeanette Freeman from the Soul Center, Orange County in Newport Beach, California. We'll be right back.
0: Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Are you looking to get unstuck from the rut that has seemingly become your life? Move ahead by tuning in to Psychopedia, Life Principles to Help You Get Unstuck. Host Dr. Jeffrey Shaw and his guests will help with the encouragement you need to make that forward move. Guests include therapists, financial advisors, and more, as well as shared stories of hope from the listening audience. Psychopedia, Life Principles to Help You Get Unstuck can be heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanacola.com. Again, that's drsanacola.com. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back, everybody. I am chatting with Reverend Jeanette Freeman. And, um, Reverend Jeanette, I feel like we could talk for a couple more hours here. But we only have a few more minutes in this last <laughs> segment. So I want to make sure that I give you a chance to tell my listeners how they can get a hold of you. Where can they find you?
2: Well, besides at the soulcenteroc.com, uh, I have my personal website, which is uh, com. And, and that's then also, J, can you spell yeah, J, Jeanette? J a n e t t e Marie M a r i e Freeman F r e e m a n dot com. And the other one might even be easier, just because you know how to spell it, is the Second Envelope The Second Envelope dot com. And you can go on and download um, the introduction and first chapter of my book and read that and get a sense for it. You can also get it on Amazon, either hard uh, paperback or ebook. And the feedback has been great as far as just really captivating and interesting and, and heart-touching and is vulnerable and, right. you know, a way to inspire people to take their own path. My journey's not theirs, but everybody's mm-hmm. got something calling them to live more authentically and live in trust and faith and, and you know, take the risk and do the changes that are calling them and move forward and, and uh, you know... Just, just do it. So right, I hope right. that it's an inspiring book for people and, and I just want to inspire people. I think it's the greatest, one of my greatest Deep desires in life is to just inspire people to be themselves and to find their own divinity and their own brilliance in their humanity. You know, And to be the best they can be, Yay. and be the
1: best they can be. Yeah, <laughs> right, just like right. so, And where do where are your other books available? Where do they if they wanted to get one of the all other books? they on Amazon. Uh,
2: okay. At Marie Freeman and my other book is Why Did This Happen to Me Again, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the how-to for all the stuff that we're talking about today. Mm. It's like, how you know, why does this happen to me again? Why would we live in these old patterns? And really that book gives you a lot of how-tos and a lot of what-to-dos and how to, you know, make this path a part of your lifestyle. So it's it's got a lot of useful information. Okay, and, great. of course, on my website I also have like 12, 15 meditation CDs to oh, uh, move through relaxation or I've got sleep learning, doing positive affirmations over and over while you sleep, something mm-hmm. for the children, you know, something for relationships, money, all that kind of stuff. So you can check out those and listen to samples online or on iTunes.
1: Great, great. Thank you for that and I appreciate mm-hmm. your time today. It's been really fun and and I've enjoyed it very much. So... Um, before we go on to our, our, our next topic, I, I want to share briefly uh, a sort of personal story and follow up to our discussion about community. Um, during our commercial break, I happened to glance over and see my cell phone, mm-hmm. and um, I got a couple of just beautiful, encouraging messages regarding our show from, from a, a very dear friend and colleague, and I just want... You know, it's like it reinforces exactly what we were talking about and what we were saying. Because when I saw that, it's like, yeah, oh, that's great. Somebody's listening and they like it, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> and it was just really delightful to see. And that just illustrates my point exactly, as you were also saying, Reverend Jeanette, that, you know, this is where it's at, this the community and the support, the love right. we share with one another and how we help each other grow.
2: Do you know? Just speaking of that, in this last six months in this community, you know the friendships that have been made. I've just, I just got a text this morning of someone that was in, just started their relationship. They were working as a couple, and he was like, "That would have never happened without what I've learned with Dr. Jeanette and the Soul mm-hmm. Center."
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: I love that. And then I, you know, I've got other people in the church that have changed their whole life, gotten new jobs, moved into new things. They're moving forward on the things that have been sitting, you know, on the back burner. Right. And they're moving forward, and things are happening, and demonstrations are happening, and people are starting to make major shifts. There's, you know, that the proof's in the pudding as I speak. It's mm-hmm. like they're getting into community, they're making new friends, they're hearing new inspirational things, they're in classes, they're learning, they're getting through their own blocks, and together we can be more, you know? Exactly. Alone yes, I- we, we struggle, but together mm-hmm. we can really accomplish our dreams and live right. our greatest life
1: right I, lo- I love the, that phrase together we can be more
2: right yes. Yeah.
1: so in, yeah. A, in our last few minutes um, what, what would you like to share with, with people what is the one thing that you haven't had a chance to, to share that you think is most important
2: I, I think it's that deep within us there is a place that has never been wounded that is not hurt that is inspiring and that is whole and perfect. Some people may call it God, their higher self, their soul, but whatever it is, when we stop and we just breathe and we stay in this moment and we make that connection to that voice, that self, it will guide us. And when we make that connection every day and we we listen and we take a step in the direction where it guides us, then we will get the next step. In order to get the guidance, we have to take the first step we mm-hmm. have to, we have to keep walking when we take one step in the, from the guidance that we receive we will get the next piece if we do not take the steps we will not get the next piece
1: so right. it's one step at a time literally take action yeah
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. and you you don't know what necessarily, you don't know what the second step or the 12th step is going to be, but if you can take that first one, the second one will be revealed.
2: Right. I say it's like getting in a hallway. You've got to get in the hallway before you can open the door that's going to open for you. Mm -hmm. You have to get in the hallway and you have to start walking. And then the doors will open for you to walk through, but those doors cannot open if you don't walk. Mm -hmm. And the plan will never be given to you all in advance. And if you're waiting right. for that, it won't come. It won't so come. So you've yeah. got to take the next step and just trust. And that's how we, that's how we get faith. You know? And that's how we do great things. And that's how we live empowered, authentic lives, is trusting the little guidance that we get and taking a step and being willing to be so-called wrong, right. being willing to be criticized, and being willing to make mistakes. We don't ever have 100% knowledge, that, oh, that was the voice of God. No. Right. You know, we just take right. our best shot. And mm-hmm. and, and sometimes and maybe maybe being willing
1: to feel foolish or look yes. stupid or you know, things like that that sometimes hold us back. Like, oh, I can't do yes. that. I'm going to look like a fool.
2: We have to welcome our foolishness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's another good one. Welcome our <laughs> foolishness. I may borrow that. Right I like down. that. <laughs> I need
2: to write these things down. I don't know where That's they right. Come
1: from. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I so appreciate the wisdom that you have shared with us today, and uh, thank you so much for, for your time.
2: You're welcome. Thank you so much, Linda, for having me on, and best to you and your show and all that you do in the world. Thank you for your contribution and living your own magnificent light and shining it.
1: Thank you so much. Now, next week, we're going to switch gears a little bit, although I recently heard that the current Pope said that we will see our animal friends in heaven. So maybe it's not too much of a stretch. Mm. Anyone who knows me knows that I think that being the best that you can be also includes how we care for our pets and our animal friends. So next week, we are going to be speaking with renowned author, speaker, and animal communicator, Joan Rankett. Please join us as we discuss communication with all life. And I like to close close with a quote, and this one is from Reverend Jeanette's book. People asked her where she was going, not fully knowing herself. She answered with a smile in the right direction. Thanks for listening. See you all next time.